Welcome into another week of the Weekly Peel. I am your host, Peter, and John is not here today. So <laughs> it's the Peter Show. Not really. It's still the Weekly Peel. But I want to welcome in a special guest that we have today. He's probably the reason that you tapped on today's episode even. Uh, my partner in crime, Miramano, my better looking, more talented twin, my younger brother. Wow. That is the uh, greatest instruction I've ever received. Um, and I am proud to be John for a day. Is that yes. how this works? Yeah, you're my you're, uh, replacement John. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Stand in, John. So tell us your name um, and, what, and what you do. Oh, uh, my name is Samuel Stauffer, um, hermano de Pedro, um, the brother of the host, a host of this podcast. Um, Hey, today I'm the host. And yeah, you're the host. And I am the guest. <laughs> so Oh yeah. I I am currently a student in college. I'm at the University of Valley Forge. Um, whoop whoop. Um and I'm studying pastoral ministry uh with a focus in music. Um yeah, and That's that awesome. is what I do. That's awesome. So uh Sam and I have known each other for a long time. A couple years. And uh so uh, but we're four years apart. He is four years younger than I. But um, as the years have gone on, the differences in age and the sound of our voices, as you can probably tell, have grown a lot more similar. <laughs> um, um, so we've had this experience growing up and in our teens, like now and then, people like confusing the two of us. But recently, I took my first trip up to <laughs> UVF, yeah. uh, where he's at college, and he introduced me to everybody he um, we ran into there. <laughs> and every single conversation, every single one, wow, you guys look so similar. Like, this is crazy. It's scary, bro. <laughs> yeah, the word scary was used very frequently. So I think that that, that caught me a little... I, I kind of like knew it was coming and still it caught me a little off guard. We were so prepared for how awful that was going to be. And yet somehow it surpassed all our worst nightmares. It was just the only conversation <laughs> we had like the entire day. It was really a great um, day. A fantastic day. It, I mean, you know, it was, it was all about us, you know, so it was a pretty good day. <laughs> um, no, but Sam, I wanted to ask, is this your first podcast? This is my first podcast. Um, I have not listened to the Peel before. Um, I'm kidding. I do, I do listen to the Peel. First time I'm on a podcast. Um, first time. I believe that's, that's what, what I you're asking. Hear. Um, that is what I'm yeah, asking. So this is the first. <laughs> yeah, first time you've listened to a podcast. Um, I've never used this microphone. I've never used this audio interface. Um, so yeah, but this is uh, overwhelming in the best possible way. I can only imagine I'm, what you're going I'm through humbled. right now. <laughs> I, I mean, it's really an honor. It, it means the world to me. <laughs> yes, you've been a longtime fan of the Weekly Peel, so yes. I've heard. Longtime listener, first time guest. <laughs> and while this may be, um, I, I think it's going to, it's not really going to dawn on me how much our voices sounded like until I listen back to this episode. But um, and back at the kind of, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, when you listen back and you can't tell who's talking at any given time. Exactly. Um, but I think episode six or seven or something of the Weekly Appeal before I even came on, John interviewed three brothers so uh, that he knows, and uh, they all have just like identical voices, <laughs> and they look pretty, they look very similar, similar in age, 
Were you and recording like just these online or were they in the room? I think it was in person because they, they live in the same area. So, but it was just, it's like the wildest <laughs> thing to listen to. So if you, and that's one of our most watched episodes still. So I, if you made it through that episode and you've made it this far into today's, I think you're going to, yeah. I think you're going to make just it. Put up with you're going to enjoy what we, what we got today. So. Um, same as I mentioned previously, we've uh, known each other for a long time, so I wanted to just uh, kick off and uh, kind of leverage that uh, experience and knowledge of each other, um, just to kind of share maybe two, maybe three stories um, about or <laughs> involving each other uh, from growing up. Samuel misunderstood the problem for I a little did bit. Not <laughs> he thought it was assignment. it was just uh, stories from growing up. So all of my stories are about him, and I don't even know if I'm in his stories. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to hear about Peter today. But uh uh so I'm going to I'm going to kick us off with one of uh my stories about about Samuel. Okay. Um so this is something that I think I don't know when Samuel was I don't know the range of of ages but I'm going to say like you know maybe he was around like 11 or so, maybe probably younger. Um he just he would be a little boastful about um specifically how much he could eat in one oh, sitting no. and just that he was like he was like the bottomless pit you know this like you know nine-year-old boy he's like i can eat anything um <laughs> you never said that but <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, it was just the thing like oh sable could eat so much wow um mm. and then we weren't like we were definitely you know not overweight children by any no, means not at all um but uh yeah so this was this big uh, boast of his and one night we were sitting at dinner and i don't know what we were having but samuel was just talking about uh you know how much he could eat and all that stuff and uh, i guess he just he can't he came back for seconds and i i think that's how uh it came mm-hmm. up but like pretty much right after he's done telling us all about his exploits in the food um, eating how world, i had the belly of steel i think that, the i belly think those are my steel. words the belly of steel <laughs> uh very quickly became the belly of jelly and he <laughs> <laughs> he vomited right there on the kitchen table right on his plate yes <laughs> and my parents my parents of course i mean they had to i don't i don't know who cleaned it they probably cleaned it up but they weren't mad like it was just so funny like he's just like talking nonstop about this yeah. belly of steel this was this was christmas eve it was christmas yep, eve we had Even our better. nice you know once a year christmas eve tablecloth <laughs> and, and wardrobe i yeah. just went for it all over just the table went for it <laughs> I specifically remember uh just kind of your head like rolling around your eyes kind of <laughs> like it was like you were looking up for a second and then your head just came down <laughs> and it was all over. Um so yeah. Um Samuel has never been on a podcast right so he doesn't know that it's not okay to eat. So I'm I'm waiting until he's done chewing <laughs> so that uh <laughs> he can Hey man, I have the belly of steel. The belly of steel anywhere like anytime. Day. Um, um, so why don't you uh, keep it going with, with your first story, Sam? Okay. Um, my first one um, is one that I do not personally remember. Um, it luckily has been captured on video. Um, but growing up, we, we love to perform. We love to uh, put on all kinds of shows, film things, make videos, um, and during one of these performances in front of our family that, you know, was recorded, we were having some sort of sword fight. I don't know what it was. I think it was like... It was Bible Man. 
Was it? Okay. We were reenacting Bible Man. I think it was like a Bible Man versus... Or Star Wars, but I had a Bible Man costume on. Something like that. I'm cutting in on your story. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. I'm used to it at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) So we had this whole thing planned out, and we had like... We must have had some sort of script or just plans. You know, there was dialogue in it, you know, in the middle of the sword fight. Mind you, I'm, like, three or four years old. Like, I don't think I was any older than four. Like, I was, like, tiny. And Which would have put me at, like, seven or eight. Yeah, you were seven or eight. He is four years older than me. So, um, yeah, so we're having this sword fight, and there's kind of just, like, an awkward moment of pause in the fight. Nothing's really going on. And then all of a sudden, he just holds up his sword and just absolutely, whop, bops me in the face. Like, and this, like, the sound that is made just from that thing hitting my face, I did not know that could happen. <laughs> and I'm like, I just freeze there because I, I don't remember, but it must have hurt really bad. I just froze there and got all, like, disheartened by this. And then Peter's response is, you forgot your lines. <laughs> You forgot your line. <laughs> <laughs> that was him uh, justifying him, like, absolutely whacking me in the face. Okay. And I think we're overplaying this a little. No, I think I'm <laughs> portraying this perfectly is what's happening. Who knows? Maybe we'll roll this, we'll roll this tape. We'll, we'll on, let the tape Instagram speak for itself. It was a swipe. Samuel was wearing a paper mache mask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the sound was the sword hitting the paper but it I, was I mean, the sound of my skull cracking i believe it. <laughs> oh your skull cracking yes. wow this story is getting worse by the minute <laughs> so intense um well is that is that the end of your That's story pretty much it. any more than i already have um so along with on the theme of shows um samuel i mean we both had different you know kind of little hobbies that we would get into now and then um i got into juggling i got into def we definitely got into legos like for a long time we got into drawing but uh something that samuel was really got really fixated on at one point was doing uh impersonations uh and so he would on occasion he would invite the whole family to uh, <laughs> you invite the whole family to like the the sofa or something, and come around. You would the do sofa. this like this improv uh, impersonation show where he would do different characters. Like uh, I definitely remember like Wanda Sykes, Chris Rock, um, like George W. Bush, Barack Obama, of course. Um, and <laughs> you probably remember a few others, but anyways, I we tried would, to so we would, we would he would have this list prepared of like impersonations he was going to do. And then he would put all of the, the names of those people in a, in like a hat or something. And like, we would draw one of the names um, and it'd be like, Oh, okay. Like Wanda Sykes, <laughs> <laughs> who is not like a well-known <laughs> actress by any means, but it's one of those, I don't know. Um, but Samuel's impersonations consisted of like, you know, it would just be like him, like stating the name of the, of the person, like, "Hey, I'm Wanda Sykes, y'all." <laughs> like, 
that was the extent. You would try to like go on with it, but like you had nothing prepared, but like the name of the person to do the impression nope, in. Not at impression. All. That's what I was trying to think of. You'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm on sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and why not? One time I, uh, I'm on sex, y'all. <laughs> there, there was no content. <laughs> there was zero content. Just me but rambling. There was, <laughs> there's also some videos of that, and they are just my favorite video that we're like not going to roll on the instagram and we will not roll here we go i will honor that request uh but that was something that we loved uh <laughs> we really enjoyed should i go is that my turn that's you feel all right so one this does involve you so this isn't all about me um i remember us trying to um put together some sort of fort in the backyard or maybe it was in the neighbor's backyard something like that um and we had this kind of like i think just cut into the trees a little bit and made this little spot for us um that would be like our little fort to hang out in outside um one problem this was that uh there was poison ivy all over the place um and you know obviously you know we couldn't have that um you know peter was very allergic to poison ivy i was somewhat allergic to poison ivy um, so we decided the only option was to get rid of the poison ivy. Uh, so we get, we go into the garage. Peace by peace. <laughs> <laughs> we go into the garage and get like these massive hedge trimmers and we have like this party of just like getting rid of the poison ivy. And I'm like, we're like, man, like we're, we're doing our earth such a service by getting rid of this poison ivy. <laughs> we were so proud of ourselves just doing this, just chopping away at all the poison ivy. And um, little do we know that um, chopping down the poison ivy does not necessarily protect you from it. It doesn't kill it. Um, so I think... If anything, it releases it more into the yes, air. Yes, it made <laughs> the problem air worse. <laughs> so I just remember, Peter, I don't know if it was like the next day or what, but you just having poison ivy all over your body, like head to toe, disgusting um poison ivy and i i got it a little bit but you i'm not anywhere near as bad as you and i just remember you i taking oatmeal baths <laughs> yeah dude oatmeal was like the remedy i yeah I, I don't even remember how that worked like did you just bathe in oatmeal like so without getting too graphic <laughs> you <laughs> you would just pour a bunch of oats into the tub and you know fill it to some degree with water and then you kind of like mash up the oats and whatever's in the oats is supposed to be like a natural remedy for it and you just kind of like soak in that like oat water um oat water and you can do it on a smaller scale of course just by like dabbing but yeah, um people on the yeah i have this like severe poison ivy allergy and i haven't gotten it in years thankfully um hopefully i've outgrown that but there was a couple of times where it was just everywhere i was i was just red yeah, I've heard several times where it was like, just, sorry, Peter, you have to stay home. <laughs> you can't go out tonight. You got poison ivy all over yourself. <laughs> Unclean. No, yeah, Unclean. No. <laughs> I was a leper. It was quarantine uh, pre-COVID. But... Yes. But, uh, yeah. What's... One, one, time, one time Jesus healed me, though. I just woke up. I was, like, red head to toe, and I just, like, you know, woke up the next day and it was completely gone. Not a spot. Wow. It was a miracle. That's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, it was amazing. No um, oatmeal required. So yeah, no oatmeal when when Jesus is your oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best way um, to start the day. Yes. Um. Okay, so my last, just my last thing that I wanted to mention. It's okay if you have another one or don't. Um, but I just wanted to mention um, the Dunkening. So if oh. you've never heard of the Dunkening, um, perhaps you've heard of Corn Brothers Productions and the Conjuring <laughs> Finding Josh Smith saga. The lesser known. If not, you can look that up. Finding Josh Smith. It just hit 500 views globally, <laughs> and uh, we're very. <laughs> we'll do an episode on it soon. Absolutely. Um, we've been holding out on that one, but it's a series of films that we made, me and my friends made, and then kind of after we'd released like the second one, second or third one, um, Samuel and his friends got together like the next gen of, uh, of boys from our church, I guess they got together and they made this like 30 minute long, (laughs) I should say Samuel made this like 30 minute long film i won't even call it a short film <laughs> just a film at that point um of i mean i i won't get into the plot because it's just it's just off the walls crazy yeah but it's amazing um but he does this entire thing like on his phone he edits and which this iphone if, if you, 7 if, <laughs> if you've never edited a video before like that doesn't mean very much but like to do that on a phone is insane and i can't imagine how like awful that would have been because i did but i had done they, one before that was like five minutes long and i was like that was manageable and then i get into this like incredibly complex half an hour video on my tiny little iphone 7 screen <laughs> With like tons of effects and stuff, yeah. so I couldn't I couldn't view the whole timeline at any point. Like, it just didn't. So anyways, fit. me and my friends, like being in college, we were so proud of our films. And then these guys that are just in high school, literally making movies on an iPhone Seven, uh, outdid us with a yep. <laughs> on their first try. That's right. So if you never looked it up, I don't know how to spell it, but the Dunkening um, on YouTube yep. definitely worth your time absolutely <laughs> i so, support that um, any last thoughts on the dunkening samuel any last thoughts on the dunkening um it was a masterpiece um oh i mean i i, I poured <laughs> my heart and soul into that uh it took place in two different hemispheres um there were scenes in ecuador <laughs> <laughs> yeah we sent a team down yeah, yeah. uh spare no expense you know but it was that was a memory, that is the uh, the before part of my testimony. <laughs> wow. Well, anything else you'd like to share before we move on, Sam? Yeah. Should I go for a third one? Yeah, if you want to, if if you think it's uh it's worth the viewer's time, <laughs> you get away. I think it is. This will be you worth go for it. This will be worth the whole episode. No. Um is it graphic? Mildly. Okay, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Just That's checking. what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I remember uh growing up we went to uh I think this was just one time, but we went to uh, Dollywood, which was I guess a, a lesser known lesser known I already know where this is going. A lesser known amusement park. Um 
and yeah we had been there all day it was i think the evening like i think we had already eaten dinner um and peter and i again i was probably i was probably like four five i might have been five at that point maybe you were nine um we went up to go in some sort of ride or something and i just i don't even remember what it was but we had to climb up like multiple like flights of stairs to get up to get on this ride or something um and we go together by ourselves our parents weren't with us we were pretty young though um and we get up there and i'm like thinking to myself like man i do not feel good i don't (laughs) (laughs) something's wrong and i i didn't even tell you i I just slipped out of there. I just dipped and got out. I was, all I knew was that I was up like six flights of stairs and I needed to get to the bathroom. <laughs> six flights. I was four years old. That's how I remember it. Um, and I'm, I'm running down and I'm going and like I go and I, I didn't run right to the bathroom. I went to go find dad first and I'm like. Right, because you needed to go with parents i this yes this was like this was happening right then and there um and i was like dad we've got a problem (laughs) and so he grabs my hand and we're running to try to find a bathroom and we go into the bathroom and this like this uh maintenance guy or whatever is like sorry like this bathroom's closed and so we run out of there try to find the next room meanwhile this stuff is just running down my leg. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> oy, oy, oy. It's it's all coming out. By the time Too... by the time we get to the bathroom, it was um, yeah, it was pretty much already lost cause at that point. The damage had been done. Uh, whatever I was wearing was absolutely decimated. Um, <laughs> I, I think. I think we stopped at like a Walmart something nearby like when we left to go give me something to wear on the ride home. Oh no. But it was just uh yeah, that was not a good ending to that day. Wow. I so I do have memories of this, but I mine are different because from my point of view in this story, I just knew that something was going wrong. With Samuel, I was enjoying, like, I was still in this kid's zone or whatever in Dolly World, Wood, and, um, <laughs> Dolly World, whatever it is. Um, and I just knew something was going wrong in the bathroom industry for Samuel. <laughs> and I didn't want to know about it. I was like, I'm going to live my, I'm going to have my vacation here. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, just yeah, let my, uh, my life. You know, I, I've not been involved in this conversation of what's going on, and I'll, I'll just keep it that way. But uh, thank you for clearing that up after all these years, yep. Samuel. Glad uh, glad truly, to give you the vivid details. Thank you for letting me in on, on that part of your life. <laughs> and whoever the heck else listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My uh, I, I'd also like to apologize to our viewers for having two tragic bathroom stories, two podcasts in a row. Yep. <laughs> You know, I wasn't going to do it, and then I listened to last week's podcast, and I was like, I'm going to go for it. That was your green light. Yep. Um, all right, so we are going to move on to our, um, we're going to do drafting um, the best three Christmas movies of all time, mm. and uh, we're going to judge these on a few different categories, um, 
classiness. Oh, we have categories. Um, good message. Okay. I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> wholesome message. Wholesome. Um, funny. Wholesome. And just entertaining. And Christmas. <laughs> I think that was five, six categories. Christmas is entertaining. Christmas. I have an algorithm for is judging it, is these. It Christmas? So. <laughs> um, so because you are the guest and I am the host, I am going to give you the first pick. So we're going to work our way down from our number one picks. Okay. Um, and then we're going to, afterwards, we're going to do an Instagram poll, have, have the viewers vote on who had the best list. So All right. I'm up first. Kick us off. All right. One I got full right off the bat. Hands down, Home Alone, absolutely fantastic movie. I mean, what mm. more could you want than an eight-year-old boy um, being left behind um, by his family? It's really a tra- and, tragedy. And then the studio said, I know. What about a nine-year-old boy? Let's do another <laughs> <Is he> not- <laughs> exact <Yeah>. same. <laughs> Let's put him in the middle of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic movie. Very inspiring as an eight-year-old to watch that. Um. Yeah, <laughs> great True, movie because it taught you, man. I can order pizza by myself. Yep, absolutely. And now I know. How. Yep. Oh, that's a good pick. I did have that in my top three, but it was a little lower down. Um. So I'm gonna. I am going to say that the best Christmas movie of all time, my number one pick, is "It's a Wonderful Life." Oh. And just yeah. in recent years, uh, me and uh, my, my, my wife have uh, started watching this kind of back-to-back every Christmas season, and it's just so good. Like, there, I wouldn't say it excels in, like, the humor category, but it definitely has its, like, funny moments. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Um, but most of all, of course, that movie is just about the message um, and just, like, his redemption as a character. He goes to the edge of, um, you know the brink of destruction in his life and mm-hmm. then um brings him back it's a little interesting theologically but um <laughs> i just flash back to that scene where it's like it's like the three little like lights in the sky that are like supposed to be like god jesus yeah. and like joseph or something and uh i just remember as a kid i was like what is like what is this <laughs> every time a bell rings an angel gets his wings something like that yeah, that's so, all i remember honestly you know, it's a great movie though <laughs> I love so that is my movies. number one pick okay that's tough and i think you're gonna take my number two i but. i probably well maybe um this one definitely is not good in the uh duration category um <laughs> but a charlie brown christmas Wow, what a pick. Absolutely I didn't even think to do fantastic. one of the cartoons. You said Christmas movies. This is like, I don't know, TV special or whatever. Christmas special, yeah. yeah. still counts. Christmas special. Um, and it holds a special place in our hearts, um, the children who grew up viewing a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, it's it's just a great movie. Um, like, once again, eight-year-old boy. How old is Charlie Brown? We don't know. doesn't matter. Um, but he's living his best life. Um, which is not very good. Um, very sad little boy. Um, and I think, honestly, it's been a while. But they were trying to put on a Christmas play of some sort. Um, and I remember them dancing. <laughs> and, 
that's that's what that's what rings home the most you know Uh, that's what sticks with you um and then you know in the end it has just this beautiful ending of uh linus right linus i mean it's not really the ending but yeah okay it was linus yeah linus um just coming in and presenting um the message of jesus um it just can't top that and just the the wholesomeness of that um, and the way Linus really um, stuck it to all those, um, all those people who their hearts were in the wrong place. And that's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> it is such like a pure moment. I I really do love that moment. Um, and I was, I think we, no no no, that was you, the one that would you would drag your blankie around when you yep. were a kid. So I was like, Linus. Oh, like Linus. Um, but yeah, I I do love that movie. It has a special place in my heart too but i think the actual ending is when uh like everybody decorates charlie brown's like dumpy little tree um, and they gather around it and they all just like <laughs> the way they sing yeah for whatever reason they just like throw their heads up and they're like <laughs> just, i don't know what they sing why can't we do it's that? just so <laughs> funny how they all like they all like <laughs> sing at the sky uh i love it precious moments so quirky okay you didn't take the one i was worried about um this this gives my list a lot of hope. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Elf as my oh. number two. Yep. I'm I'm extremely content with this pick. Um, so basically, um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to say. I love the movie <laughs> Elf. There's so much. <laughs> I, I don't need to summarize. explain what this movie is. <laughs> I can't summarize it. Take at all. my word for it. <laughs> uh, but just Will Ferrell. You know, he starts off like fighting a raccoon and he's he's walking around new york which did you know fun fact um that scene where he's going to new york for the first time like waving at like people mm-hmm. hailing a taxi and eating gum like that was just like it was will ferrell um the director and like a cameraman just like going around new york that's and amazing. like interacting with random people at least that's that what i like i saw like a, a bonus feature or something and that's what they said but um, I just love thinking that's true. Like, what if you just saw Will Ferrell like walking around? But uh, that that movie gets me. Like, right at the end when they're singing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town," and then they're flying the sleigh away from the um, Central Park Mountains. Santa or whatever. Claus is coming to town. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but how they like fly over, and then there's that like generic Christmas song yeah. that starts going. I won't. I kind of want to sing it, but I won't. It's just, it's, it's <laughs> but it's like that moment like gets me for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Elf is is definitely my number two. A uh, very close to number one, I would say. Even that's a movie that I watch every year too. Yeah. So my third right. in final number three. Um, I don't know if this gets any points in um the um the message category or the wholesomeness <laughs> category um but christmas vacation i love that movie um mm. i think there's just there's so many good good bits from that uh, national lampoons you're talking yes. about okay um i think just the the whole the whole scene at the end i don't even know if it's at the end i say everything's at the end um, <laughs> <laughs> when they're all 
what is it? I think they're praying. Yeah, it's when they're at the dinner table and they're all praying, and she yeah. says, "Play ball." I'm butchering this. I don't remember what <laughs> she says. Play ball. <laughs> she starts. No, no, no. They ask Grandma to pray, and she stands up and sings the national anthem. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then the, no, it was the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge yeah, of Allegiance. there we go. Yeah. See, I, she says, "Play ball." <laughs> I think someone says, "Play ball" after yeah. she's done, though. That's so funny. Yeah, I guess I don't remember my favorite movie very well, but oh, that is a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I also love when he plugs in the lights and like everything like hits the fan, and then whatever the uncle or whatever is like beautiful, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing turned on. Oh, uh, it's so funny. That's a good pick. I hadn't even thought about that one. Um, all right. So your list is done. Tell me, tell me your list one more time. So my list was number one, Home Alone. Number two, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Number three, Christmas Vacation. Got it. All right. So I'm gonna round out my list right now with the Santa Claus, not Santa Claus. That was my fourth. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. So I just rewatched this movie, and I actually just uh, finished rewatching the whole trilogy. Oh wow! Uh, with my wife, and I forgot what great movies they were. The first one, especially, is is absolutely the best, as most uh, first movies in a series tend to be. Um, but yeah, Tim Allen is just hilarious, like the whole time, like his comedy throughout the movie, like when he's just yeah, um, he's messing with with the uh, you know the step. Uh, the stepfather Neil, that's like a mm-hmm. psychiatrist, and is, has these crazy sweaters on. <laughs> like, oh, it just kills me. Um, I can't remember any jokes off the top of my head. But <laughs> one time he's so like, "This is actually like in the third one." But Neil, Neil is like talking and trying to explain why, uh, why Charlie is, uh, you know, behaviorally challenged, and Tim Allen just starts like banging his head against the cabinet, like while he's talking super loud. It's just so funny. Um, so yeah, Santa Claus, the Santa Claus rounds out my list of That's a It's a Wonderful pick. Life. So what was your top three? Elf and the Santa Claus. That's my Those favorite. are solid choices. I could oh, watch, those you. are, those are six movies I could watch every year. Yes. Yep. That's, okay, that's a fact. Like, these are solid picks. But honestly, after this, I don't feel like there's that many. Yeah. Like, classics for me. Honestly, I think the same. I think there are a lot of other was, good ones that I could watch like every few years, but like not yeah. Yeah. I've seen Elf probably fifty thousand times. <laughs> it's Wow. That, yeah. I've, I've counted. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. That's so great. Well, I think that it is finally time to say thank you. Mm. Thank you. Da, da, da. <laughs> Thank you to um, the custodian in the bathroom that did not let me use the toilet. You created a good story. I'd like to thank Samuel for uh, joining us today, uh, for all those improv shows, uh, for the times that you have um, been hit in the face by me with a sword um, and endured so much. I'd also like to thank Linus for... uh, really teaching us the meaning of christmas time and time again may you live forever oh forever okay uh thank you oatmeal where would we be without oatmeal um your baths will be remembered 
And on that note, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Weekly Peels. See you next week. Amen. Bye. Pretend like the theme song's going on. All right. No, wait, that's the Mazamurf thing. Do, do, do.